Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. I don't know why, but I'm having trouble enunciating my words today. So we'll ha- I'll have to concentrate hard on that. But this mm. is the podcast where we talk about all things running. So if this is your first time tuning in, get ready for excitement and thrills and just chills. I mean, everything's awesome. Uh, Mostly Rob- chill. Robbie got a new haircut. Mm, yeah. Styling. It's very sharp. I told them the wrong the wrong thing I wanted again, which I don't know why I keep doing this. Oh, you like a hamburger. I wanted a <laughs> I wanted a lower fade and I he's like, Oh, it's a high fade. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and I like <laughs> walked out, I was like, Man, that is pretty high and tight. High and tight. Whatever. That's good. By the time Trey rolls around, you got two weeks anyway, and you know, it around here we get haircuts based on things we're doing. So mm. if there's a race coming up. Haircut. If there's an event, what's that hilarious doing, about this haircut. is that the one female in the office is like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get your haircut, and it's like, is it that much of a difference? You're just like, I still want a I ponytail. Just shop. Do, you, do you cut your own hair? No, if I could, I oh, would. Okay. Anyway, this isn't a hair podcast. Oh, yeah. It's about running. <laughs> right, so we'll sorry. get back to that. Exciting thing is, we are getting ready to see people in the public. And one of the big things that we're doing is the Puma event at the running event coming up here in Austin, Texas. This is open to everybody. So you don't have to be part of the running event. You don't have to buy tickets. It's free. And we are going to be handing out a shy ton of, and that's shy is just a code uh, word for mm, another I word. Yeah. Okay. Um, of Why are you P- not Puma. saying it now? We're going to be handing out a shit ton of Puma oh. gear and Puma running shoes. So if you want to come for a run with us, we're also uh or not you probably just show up and get the shoes and be like (laughs) yeah i'm out but amy craig's gonna be there we're gonna have some other puma athletes there as well todd fokker the plm we're going to have kafuzi oh yeah we're hoping i think tommy runs is going to be there with us and drew whitcomb yeah it's the the old review of avenger team of reviewers yeah it's the it's avengers assemble um but you can Oh, sorry. No, yeah, gonna you, you're in. gonna be able to run with us. We're doing a nice. I don't know, three mile run. Yeah, just something a little like shame. that. And then lunchtime, lunch live podcast, live lunch podcast with, as you said, free food, free booze. That's a bangers, awesome bangers. I mean, it's like the name was chosen for us. Yeah, because <laughs> like, we're then, like, let's put on an event. G- give us a name of a restaurant. They're like, that's banging bangers only. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was uh, waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, free food, free beverages, including adult beverages, where we will talk with the Puma athletes. Guys, I don't think anyone mentioned the date. Just oh, December second is no, no, yes, it is December second, Thursday, December second. Yes, we're going the third. I got it. You're yeah. right. Just we'll put it. Wait a second. Can just, I? Can we record that last thing that Megan just said and play that over again? Which oh, part? She made a You're right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never hear that. Dude, put that as your ringtone. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I love that. That's a good idea. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. We're looking forward to it. And like we said, this is open to the public. This is not a private event. You don't need to buy tickets. We will have a way that you can RSVP if you like, because we are going to try to you know serve up the first people first. And um, yeah, just, just go to our Instagram and you'll find the details. Um, we're going to do a post. It's probably like on the every day right for now. the next week, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyways. Yeah. That's enough of that. So that's exciting. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. 
I'm I'm excited because it's you know it's gonna be like cold here, and then I'm gonna go back to warm weather for a little bit. Then cold, and then we're going to Florida. I don't in know if February. You, if you heard the news, there's an El Nino, and Isn't we're supposed to have a mild winter in another Baltimore one of this those, year. Another one of those kids coming through. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a mild winter, which is great for us, especially because when we have to, sometimes we'll do our runs in the morning, and then we got to do our photos of the shoes or gear. At, after we get to work, nothing's worse than going out in the cold, showering, and then going back out into the cold. True. So, El Nino here. We I come. think it's a little stereotypical to say that El Nino is the bad one, and El Nino or is it El Nino? El Nino. It's La Nina though, and isn't it? What? What's the bad? What are you talking I, about? You the bad what? one. Well, wait. It, it, I think I, it's just El Nino. Is El Nino a weather pattern that can be good or bad? La Nina is a cold event. Oh, okay. We don't know anything. So one of those Ninas or Ninos will be coming through. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you which one. All right. We're really going let's on Let's talk about running. Let's get, let's get to our, our running stuff since that's what we talk about and people, the part people probably skip. Um, <laughs> Megan, what's up with you? How are you feeling after that Indianapolis Uh, marathon? I feel good. I feel pretty recovered. I took... Five days off of doing absolutely nothing, which is like the longest I've taken off, um, which was great. And yeah, I feel pretty good. I I wore the Alpha Fly. What is it called? Nature. Mm -hmm. This morning. Yeah. I don't know if I have the wrong size or if it's actually a trash shoe. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> this is my upsetting feet me. This were is upsetting hurting. Me a lot. I got blisters on my heels that what? I can show you. Like they hurt right now. And it was like from stepping to running, I was like, I don't like this shoe. Maybe it's like nature, like wearing wooden clogs, like that type of nature. Like the upper is stiff and it Ooh. hurts. I think it's just made out of plastic, like trash. <laughs> like not like they turned it into polyester. Just I don't plastic. know. <laughs> it's I, still a plastic bottle. I have to say, all of my so it's a unisex shoe. So a six men should be at a seven and a half. All of the shoes, all the other alpha flies I have say seven and a half women's. And this one says six men's yeah. or unisex, which I believe should be the same, but it feels very different. Okay. That seems like you've had a lot of, seems like a lot of things in one run. Yeah. Okay. Just this morning. How, how many miles? I did 10. Oh. <laughs> okay. If you paid 300 bucks for the alpha fly nature feel bad for you Sam. well so i need to try we do have another size a larger one so i'm going to try that before i totally destroy this shoe mm -hmm. but as of right now i'm never putting that thing back on okay. and i mean you have to state that your favorite shoe of all time is the alpha fly yeah yeah i was like because i was hoping i got that and then i was thinking to myself it's going to just be made up of floor like shavings from the <laughs> foam and then just it's a sawdust sm shoe smashed together and I was like, is it really going to perform well? And do I really want it? Mm, sure uh, doesn't. I think it's, I love the way it looks. I think it's beautiful. Well, yeah, it looks awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, we'll have to see. I was sad to hear this report from me. I was excited to wear it, too. It's not like I went into it thinking it was going to be a bad shoe. Hmm. But Okay. Well, sorry to hear that. You know, everything else is good, though. What's, right. what's going on with you, Robbie? Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't mention it last week. That I signed up for marathon, the Donna Marathon. That's what it's called, right? It sure is. <laughs> the National Marathon to, to finish end breast, breast cancer. cancer. Finish. Well, it throws go. me off because the website's like breast cancer. For marathon.com. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and that is February 6th? 6th, yep. In Jacksonville. So, Which we will also be there. Yeah. I don't know. Are you running, Thomas? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I want to get through NCR in... Next weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so creepy. Like, the boys brought up Thanksgiving, and I was like, oh, that's, it still feels like it should be, like, a month off. Yeah. It's, like, next week. I know. And the NCR marathon is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's in 10 days. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going in really relaxed. Like, I felt like I did well at Wine Glass. So this has less pressure. I'm just kind of going and seeing how I feel on the day. So, let's see. So that's coming up. Taper time. Yeah, so I'm starting my marathon training this week. And Megan's helped me with some stuff. So I have to do my speed workout tomorrow. Didn't do anything today. Went to a concert last What's night. What's your speed workout tomorrow? I don't know. It's like hills. hills. Uh, I like hills. He's in base training. You're in taper. You're not going to be doing yeah. the same thing. I know. It's like hoping that uh-huh. they align. I was like, you can do your speed workout with me tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't do anything today. Went to a concert last night. At the auto- it was the first concert I've been to. No, no surf? No, no surf. Where not, was it? Not a surf. Um, at the auto bar. Mm. So um, it's, not, it's not like he had to drive to D.C., right? No. It's like around it's the corner. 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a couple beers, so. Rest day it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my legs are sore. I didn't go to bed till <laughs> 1 o'clock, so I was oh, like. No. Yeah. That hurts my insides. There's no way. But you sometimes do that anyway. Like, you mm-hmm. stay up late. Yeah. But if I have to run, I'll go to bed early. But I figured my first week of training, I can uh, skip a day here. Yeah. And then do my speed work in the right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Easing back it's into still, it. It's still, when it's like three weeks in, and you're like, well, you know, I've still got plenty <laughs> no, of time. I, no, for real, I'll be yeah. good to go. Yeah. No, the Donna is great. And if, if anyone's looking for a early spring marathon, I think it's still winter. February? I guess it is. Yeah. But I mean, it's in Florida, so it's like yeah. kind of spring. Yeah. And it has had temps from like the 50s up into like the 70s. So it, it can be a little unpredictable, but it's super flat. It's super just an awesome event, like the amount of love going on, because it is, you've got all the components of the uh, breast cancer, you know, found, uh, fundraising and all of that stuff. And you have survivors, survivors that yeah. are running it. So there's tons of inspirations for you to like really kick it. And last time I was there, I got to run with Joan Benoit Samuelson. It's 2019. No, 2020. Was that 2020? Yeah, it was the last, like one of the last events before. Yeah, I don't actually, I think it was the year before that I ran with her. Okay. And then uh, that one, got to watch Megan win it. How many times have you won that marathon? Four times? For real? Yeah, so here's my dilemma is I was going to go that, for the rings. I was going to go for three and I got the third one. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not doing the marathon anymore. I got my three wins. That's pretty awesome. And then... We had a fluke cool day. Uh-huh. And so I jumped into the fall like three days before. And okay. it, we didn't have, there was not a competitive field that year. And so because of the Olympic trials and stuff. And so uh, even though I had a not great race, I ended up taking the win anyway. And so now I'm like, do I go for five? Yeah. You got to get one for the thumb, baby. <laughs> yeah. I think you Jordan. Ring it up. You go. I don't uh, know. We'll you- see. Yeah, Michael Jordan or Brady, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, you could go for that. The six rings, right? Yeah. Does he have six? I think so. Yeah. Um, Once you get past five, the rings get lost. And the thing is, it, the, the race will sometimes bring 
some pretty fast competitors. Yeah, you just never know. So, you know, you go out there, but it, it's great. Um, you know, you should, if you run well, Robbie, you could probably age group or, or be. Yeah, we'll see about that. In there, yeah. You're going to be great. It's um, going to be a good weekend. No, it, it'll be good for sure. Plus, uh, we all have family down there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just super random. My mother-in-law lives next to Megan's, or Thomas's mother-in-law. Or pretty, yeah. pretty close. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, Hi, Robin. Anyways, <laughs> you know what I'm actually kind of stoked about, though? What's is that, that the one dude who listens to the podcast hit me up about going fishing down there. Oh, Does nice. he have, like, offshore fishing? Uh, he does, like, well, like kayak fishing like in the oh cool in the in, you know like yeah. on the inlets and he catches like some massive um trout like sea trout and i'm like really looking to see if that can happen the day before oh yeah that'd be nice go into the race with a nice big trout yeah and <laughs> it sounds wrong <laughs> but uh anyways and so yeah get one trophy the day before and then uh medal that everyone gets the next day what else do we got going on as far as uh Running in life. Do we what news stories do we have? Do we, do we even like look up any? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, about. what was the one thing? Um, oh, we were talking about like NFT stuff. Yeah, with the bike. There's mm. like some cycling NFT. I don't want to talk about that. No, we'll get it. We'll get like super deep into like the yeah, future you, talk. My, I have, I have ideas. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I do want to talk about the Theodore issue. Oh, right. Yeah, and we're. I, I don't, we can't review it right now. Right? Well, no, but we could. Talk, so they released a special edition shoe yesterday of the Equipe Atomo, which is like their made in Italy uh, new shoe. It's all manufactured in Italy, which it's kind of weird because we have both the signature one that mm -hmm. released. Aren't they the same price? Yeah. And we have the production model one, which we've been running in and so we're, you're not allowed to talk about or show pictures of that one but the shoe came out yesterday like the special so it's a uh jalindo Bordin Bordin uh release signature model signature model he's the italian runner who won he's the only person to ever win the boston marathon and the olympic gold mm. um which was like in 1988 that time time frame um and so it's like he ran a Diodora for the for the Olympic marathon. And so it's like his signature model with the same colors of like the shoe he ran in back then, I guess. So sweet looking shoe. I mean, we'll have it on our Instagram. Yeah, but it, it is kind of odd. We can't review <laughs> the shoe and we can't show pictures of the shoe mm -hmm. except for the signature one, <laughs> which is the what? same. It's just a different color than the shoe industry, man. Yeah. Just crazy. let us run stuff. Yeah. But oh, are there any other shoes? Oh, the I ran in the Ultra Provision. Um, Provision Six, which is like their stability shoe, I, I guess. It's it's a new kind of stability. It's weird because if you have a balanced shoe, yeah, or zero drop, right, right. like how do you incorporate stability into it? Yeah. So basically, they're doing like straps to do it. Yeah, it's like on the inside of or well, inside medial and lateral sides of your foot in the middle kind of supposed to support like a cradle little cradle like a hammock yeah mm. did you like, I like it to think of my foot hanging out in a hammock, hammock yeah foot hammock sounds nice <laughs> taking a nap while i'm running yeah uh you know it was a weird so i, I ran in the four like 
the version from a couple years ago. Maybe it was the last version. We did have that white version. That's what I mean. That one is the predecessor to this one. Yeah. And I kind of, I feel like I like that version more. This one, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be, ultras are supposed to be roomy in the toe box, but it felt like almost, I should have bought the damn shoe. Should I go get it? Since we're on the video stuff. Yeah, why not? So we actually just realized something. We've started filming our uh, podcast. So it's now we can show stuff visually. Yeah. So we're going to have to do both so visual it. and descriptive. Yeah, it's very confusing. Um, so you can watch it on YouTube too to see if you, if you miss some of the details. But so yeah, the, with a provision six. Um, Show them the strappy straps. Yeah, I can't really because it's inside the you shoe. You can kind of see a little oh, yeah, on the visible outside here. technology. Yeah, there. so it has a couple like straps on the outside. But I felt like even for an ultra shoe, it had too much room. Like I know it's supposed to have room in the toe box, but just like felt too much. And there's not like the past version had a lot of padding in the upper. So it's like your foot felt Cushy. more secure and cush, but this one doesn't. And I don't know like... It's a very firm, like it's a pretty firm ride. Can I ask like, you feel that midsole? That they have di now. Yeah. Ultra has different fits now, where they have one that's a little more narrow, don't they? Is this? Fit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were doing. I think they were for a little bit. I mean, it doesn't look that wide. It but doesn't. No. It looks pretty. What's kind of crazy about it too, though, when you talk about firm, anytime I see a shoe with that much rubber on it, that's got like. 10 millimeters of, yeah. of rubber on the bottom. Those are always slappy and hard. Yeah, I mean, I will say, though, this rubber that they have on the outsole is probably the one of the best grips that I've had in a Even over shoe. a Puma grip? Yeah, to feel it. it. It's similar to Puma grip. It's it's really good. Mm. And you're right. I mean, that's going to... It's going to hold up for a while. It's just going to be a bit more of a firmer ride. And I got to say, I don't know if it's just me, but the people that wear Altras seem a little more hippie. Seem a little more like yeah. The shoes got to last five hundred miles. Yeah, I mean it's not particularly my cup of tea. I think this version looks better than a lot of the um, past versions, but yeah. Anyways, and this is the Jalindo that you're talking about. Yeah, you so, know what's weird about the colorway on that? On you're the, telling me that was the colorway at the Olympics? Uh, no, I don't know if the Diodora if the shoe was the same colorway at the Olympics, but yeah. I, I don't know. I love it, it. But it's a cool shoe. It's a, it's pink and purplish. I do. I just can't imagine during the 80s the, yeah. that they would have a men's shoe with pink on it. it yeah, I can't remember. True. But I don't know. It's the signature color. Anyways. So, yeah, that's a kind of a rundown of the shoes. I did take, I was like freaking out because I took the Ultra out of the box and did 10 miles in it, which is usually like disaster for my calves or Achilles. And I actually felt pretty good the next day. So, I don't know. That's cool. That's a win. And, I, and then I ran it uh, two more times this week and felt pretty good. Nice. First check-in. We're heading into the fall and winter running. It's going to be a little colder out, a little harder to motivate yourself to get out the door. But you're doing great. You got your first step out. You're out here. You're running. You're listening. If you're not, and you're just listening to your car or something, don't be afraid of the cold. It's actually fun to run it. So bundle up. I know it sucks. Tons of laundry. But get out there. All right, so in other news, Stephanie Philippin, who is maybe a freak of nature, mm -hmm. she used to help us with some reviews. She is a veterinarian, or no, not veterinarian, foot doctor. Ortho, what is it? Ankle surgeon? Ankle surgeon, that's it. But I, wow. Yeah, I was going. <laughs> Did the gamut there. Veterinarian, <laughs> orthopedic surgeon, ankle surgeon. Yeah. No, um, 
Yeah, I mean, she's a coroner. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, she killed everybody else in the field. Um, True. The, um, so put that on your resume. What I was trying to get at is she is from learned doctors mm-hmm. and smart and she's fast and she's intelligent and she's like, I mean, is there anything that she's missing? No, she's like, and she's so nice and she's so down to earth. And yeah, she's amazing. You can listen to the podcast we did with her, but this past week she ran Tunnel Hill in a blazing. It's a 100 mile race, by the way. 100 miles. 14 hours. No. Can you even imagine that? And she said it felt easy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was DMing her from our account just saying congrats. And I said, wow, that's really impressive. She goes, honestly, it felt pretty easy. Okay. That's an 820 something, right? 820 something pace yeah. for 100 miles. And that race is pretty much, because it's flat, it's just straight through. Like you're running 100 miles. Yeah. I need it. Did you find out what she, she was wearing? Yeah, yeah, she's wearing Hoka. But do you know which one? Probably like Rincon or something. I'm going to get, actually, I'd probably guess Bond IX. You think? You can yeah, see it in, in her I picture. She has a picture of her crossing the finish line. You can zoom in on them. But okay. She, um, well, she finished fourth overall of the entire field which is wild and the reason she is not working with us on reviews anymore is because she was recently picked up by hoka you might have heard of them and went pro so i mean we, we're a launch pad for the pros let's be honest we are i mean we uh, launch anyone yeah else. don don reichel used to write for us yeah yeah um but he or she yeah finished fourth uh, some dude named phil young he's probably like super popular i don't even know who he is um he finished in 12.44, 12 hours and 44 minutes. And then Zach Bitter, who won this race uh, and set the record in 2018, running in 12.08. Jeez. Insane. I think it's like the fastest 100-miler, like one of the fastest in ever, the world. like yeah. in the U.S. I believe that what she was wearing was the uh, Carbon X2 in a, in a different, oh, okay. different colorway. You take a look and you tell me. I can tell. Um, let me see. It does look, I don't know, mm, I can't tell. Yeah. Anyways. Definitely a pair of Hoka's. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Zach Bitter finished second, like less than, or. Three. I've heard of Zach Bitter before. Yeah. He's, he's like that, uh, he's keto, which is, seems insane to me. He won the Woodlands when we were there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's fast as hell, but he, he finished like three minutes behind first, which over a hundred miles is pretty close. Um. Yes, that's cool that, I mean, that's one of those races that's just always blazing fast. Remember Camille Heron ran it like in a ridiculous time that one I think she was there this year. 12 hours, 42 minutes in 2017. Yep, yep. That's the course record. Yeah, you're right. Wow. 12.42. Right? Yeah, it is insane. Oh, man. Did Camille run it this year? I don't know if she was just there or if she ran. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, anything else for this week? I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, today's guest, do you want to mention, should we mention that? Yeah. Sydney, I I have to say every once in a while you find a gem Mm -hmm. and you know, somebody that you didn't really, wasn't totally on your radar. I'd seen pictures of Sydney in like Tin Man and I kind of had an idea of, of visually who he was, but in talking to him, like what a great guy. Yeah. That was really an enjoyable conversation. And uh, you know, right now he's running with Roots running out in Boulder, Colorado. And he did do a photo shoot for the yeah. Diodora Equipe Adamo. He looks cool running. He does look like, cool. I mean, he's just he's, running through the streets of Italy. Yeah. I'm like, man, like. I like the commercial that they did the video where 
he's Sydney's running through Italy and he runs by uh Jalindo drinking an espresso. Yeah. Like all relaxed back with his oh, man, What a life. Yeah. But he's actually not a Didor athlete, but was kind of doing a model, almost like a model thing. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he was, looked, he, he looked incredible. The shoes looked great on him and he, uh, just, I mean, I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. It'll be fun. So just a quick note before we start, we did have a couple difficulties with the new platform we were trying out. So the audio isn't as good as usual in the beginning, but, uh, it switches over about 10 minutes in and sounds as awesome as always. Anyways, enjoy this episode with Sydney Gidabudai. All right, so I'm excited today on the show. We have Sydney Gidabudai, and he is a runner for Roots Running out in Boulder, Colorado. He's teammates with uh, no Adrati, Aaliyah Gray. Now, I thought I saw you running with like 10 men. Are you? He used to. Okay, so that's, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's yeah, been so. changed. Yeah, yeah, that's been changed. I was, uh, I was with them for uh, just about a year and a half. And, um, you know, I think with the, the coaching change and uh, as a result of may- maybe other changes in, in the past, I, I felt like I, I wanted a more consistent place. Um, I knew I wanted to stick in Boulder because it, it's it's amazing for for running and and also just like life in general. It's 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 got a good mix of um, you know kind of like a a busier lifestyle than I'm than I was used to in college in Alamosa, which is a town of like ten thousand people, and like my hometown of or like Orange County, California, where it was like you know just major highways everywhere, and it's just everything's going on at once and so it's a good mix for me and and so staying in boulder was was huge you know in in terms of my transition from yeah. tin man to the roots alamosa has high altitude as well right is it which one's higher boulder or alamosa uh alamosa yeah it's certainly it's alamosa is at 7500 feet and boulder's at like 5300 feet wow, wow. i didn't realize yeah. it's that high it's a big difference so at Alamosa, you ran for Adam State, which uh, pretty much one of the most successful, I guess, D2 programs for running. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and while you were there, you hold the 5K, second fastest 5K, I believe, at Adam State. And mm-hmm. uh, kind of had a pretty good run while you were there, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you probably intended that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great experience. Yeah, I was actually... So I, I'm the school record holder in the 5K at Adams, but I was, I was second all time for Division Two. Second, so, second yeah, all, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah <laughs> that's where that like mix up is. But yeah, no, I think um, it, it was a great time, and I think it's like led me into, you know, who I am now, and it's like I'm still figuring myself out in in the professional running world, but uh, it's given me like a great uh, stepping stone to, to where I'm going. I think for sure i mean and i think it's pretty clear especially after this past weekend by the way congratulations <laughs> yeah thank you um you can tell people why you're congratulating you. yeah uh i coming in third at the new york city uh or the national championships for the 5k at new york city the day before the marathon so uh, you came in right behind uh matt centrowitz and 
I totally blanked on first place. Oh, uh, yeah, it's actually my former teammate, Drew Hunter. So, um, yeah, right. it, was a, it, was a, it was a great race. Like, uh, we, we all ran 13.53, so it was a very close uh, finish there. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really think that at the start of this year I'd be kicking down a home straight with, like, guys that fast. You know, I'm, I'm typically a, a 5K-plus runner. Uh, they're, like, 1500 specialists maybe 5k runners every once in a while and so it was really fun like that's a, a different experience <laughs> i have a question about that for for me you know i usually stick to longer distances mm -hmm. um and the 5k hurts so when i run a 5k it's it's pretty painful mm -hmm. i'm guessing you know it you've got to be running that all out to do that kind of time is mm -hmm. it as painful for you as it is for uh us amateurs yeah I, I don't think it stops but i think like that's kind of why it's my favorite event because it, it feels like <laughs> your foot's on the gas the whole time and like it, it's almost like easy to gauge if you're doing it right you know because you're like is it hurting then you know if it is you're doing it right then, then you're doing it right if it's not hurting then you know maybe you're not maybe you gotta pick it up a little bit and so well, um, how long, you know, from the, from the start line, when the gun goes off, how long before you, you're in the pain area? Like, how, like, do you get a quarter mile of this is not so bad today? Or is it like, where does it start? I, I would say it starts like right around a mile. You know, it's uh it's like, you're pretty frantic over the first mile because you're trying to find like your positioning. You're trying to like scope out who's feeling good, who's taking, like, who's making moves early on. And then from the last like 2.1 miles, it's like, you're like, okay, like I've probably put myself in a position to where I'm only gonna like change one or two spots after, you know, at this point, you know? And, yeah. and so, um, so I'd say, yeah, from like two miles out, that's like very important, you know, you kind of have to like figure yourself out and put yourself where you want to finish or close to where you want to finish, you know? Cause sometimes it is nicer to like, you know, to, sit behind somebody and, and kick down sit and the, kick. yeah sit and kick a little bit and so if you're going to do that then you know you put yourself behind whoever you want to kick down over the last quarter mile and um and then you just kind of bide your time <laughs> i mean i guess there's two things like with it only being 13 minutes compared to you know longer <laughs> periods of time for some people the pain is probably more intense but it's shorter lived and then the <laughs> second thing i would i would ask is like um for, for people that aren't at your skill level that are starting to get into, you know, maybe more competitive 5Ks, maybe trying to, you know, do make a new PR in the distance, what would be some of your tips for that, for that distance? Uh, I would say the, the biggest step is like practicing that pace, you know, um, you don't have to do a 5K at your PR every weekend or, you know, even every month necessarily. But I think like I enjoy running like, you know, 1K or one mile at 5K pace, like multiple times at, a, you know, in a practice, like if we do five by mile or five by 1K or something like that at 5K pace, it's like probably not five by one mile at 5K pace. That's, that's a pretty hard one, but like five by K at 5K pace is like, is a great workout because you're, you're hitting that distance, you're hitting the pace and you're not like, you're not like taking it out of yourself. Like, in a practice setting because you have those like built-in rests between the K repeats. And so 
um, that gives me a lot of confidence. It kind of like, it just like shows that I can do it before I actually do it, you know? And so, yeah. <laughs> Is 5k your favorite distance? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. I think, uh, I've always been naturally like pushed to bigger distances, but I'm like holding on to the 5k cause I, you know, I want to have like as much success in it as possible. It's <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's dial it back a little bit and talk about kind of how you grew up and maybe how running came into your life. Um, yeah. So if you want to give a little bit of background, you met, you did mention that you grew up in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Is that where uh, you grew up your whole life? Uh, no, actually. So I was, I was born in the area in like Riverside, California, which is just outside of Orange County um, to Tanzanian parents. Um, and and so I spent a couple years in the Southern California area and I moved and then I moved back to Tanzania for about five years. Um, oh, and yeah, cool. there I kind of uh, I learned Swahili as like my first language, really. And oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, went to school there and all that. Um, and I always like I always knew running was kind of was going to be in my life just because my dad, uh, like biological dad, uh was a runner and he like raced in the area when I was young. And even when I was living in Tanzania, he would kind of, you know, travel back and forth. Um, and so running was kind of like in the background of my life at at all times. Um, and so at seven years old, about five years after I'd moved to Tanzania, I moved back to Southern California and I started living with an adoptive family. Um, yeah, yeah. And so so does it feel like when you talk about your biological dad and, and having that running growing up, does it feel like it's part of like your blood is your way of connecting with your, your father? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I, I think, you know, for maybe like, I don't know, more touchy or tender subjects, you know, um, I, <laughs> I think that like, yeah, like I think because he was always traveling back and forth, I didn't really get to spend a ton of time with him. And so, as I've grown older and like progressed in my running, I've I've gotten to like compare, you know, my times and his times and we've really like connected with that and because like when I was when I was younger, you know, before high school, like I didn't really I didn't really talk to him a ton or I didn't see him a ton and so um yeah. Are you faster than him? <laughs> uh yeah yes i am yeah it's <laughs> like a dad <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, you know over the last few years i just surpassed him and so he's a pretty good runner um yeah but yeah and so it's been good to chase him and you know and continue to like push past them because he's excited by that you know he's living have a- you been able to hold hold on to the swahili um no like, sad- are you still fluent no no sadly i I've not, you know, like, like I said, I started living with the adoptive family and so they weren't, uh, Tanzanian or East African. And so, um, I like learned English like fairly quickly. And then I also picked up Spanish because they're a Mexican American oh, wow. family. Um, I'm not, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I can, you know, I could hold a, a basic, very basic conversation in Spanish, but, um, I'm actually trying to relearn Swahili. And so I've been taking oh, like, cool. these like simple lessons from this app, not Duolingo, but I guess like a, okay. <laughs> a, a different app, you know, um, that I was told was better. So hopefully one day I, I can, I can do that. 
you're getting the chance to travel. Obviously, uh, you were just in Italy a little while ago with Theodora. Um, mm-hmm. Are you? Do you think that you'll get the chance to do some traveling in Africa, or do you have a desire to, you know, go over there? Obviously, you're trying to pick up the language back again. Um, mm-hmm. Is that part of the plan? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be that'd be awesome. You know, I have since like since I moved back, I had I visited um, Tanzania. And that was great. It was it was very hard to get to, and so it's it's definitely not something I could plan for every year or every few months, you know. But no I, southwest you know, flights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no southwest flights. You know, it's like a forty-hour trip from wow like, from Denver to Tanzania, um, just like with layovers and everything. And so, but certainly, yeah. I uh, you know I hope that I get to travel to Europe more often for some big road races and big track races and. Um, maybe after those, some of those races, I could just pop on down, <laughs> down South into Africa. Yeah. Kind of like catch the connector. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, coming back to the Diodora thing, you know, they have a shoe coming out and a limited edition version the, of the Equipe Atomo. Mm-hmm. And you did a photo shoot, yeah. video shoot. I, I got a postcard of you this yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. showed up on our doorstep. I don't know if you have it, but we had it. Yeah. I, I think, I and, think it's it's coming <laughs> yeah cool and yeah maybe talk about that a little bit because the video and promos we saw look pretty cool yeah yeah that that was uh that was super fun i think that i i enjoyed the connection i had to the project a little bit um you know uh the the shoe is kind of like to commemorate one of italy's like best marathoners ever Jalinda bordin and he mm-hmm. he trained in in alamosa my university's you know hometown and so that is a cool connection yeah, yeah. And so it, it was really cool like we got to talk uh you know in between shots and um you know runs and all you that share a cigarette with him <laughs> no i didn't i i kind of wish i did it it seemed like <laughs> i saw everyone rolling a, a cigarette just like on their break time and i was like damn like, <laughs> like I it's a different that. life over there isn't it yeah, it is like i was like Jalindo, you know, he's like at one point was just the best athlete in Italy. And I see him just like in the corner, just, <laughs> you know, ripping through a cig. So, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a, a different time, man. Yeah, different time. For I sure. mean, it is kind of crazy. Like we always think about that when we talk to some of the guys from, you know, that were big in the 70s and, and maybe early 80s and like cigarette, pizza and beer was like part of the meal. training plan. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not. And I'm, they're running, they're running good times. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're running times that I'm still chasing. You know, like it's not like, it's not like in the last like forty years things have gotten like so much better because they because we've stopped drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Right. It's not. And so. Yeah. Um, Maybe they were like more natural cigarettes back then, like American spirits or something. No, they're probably garbage back then. <laughs> yeah. Think about what's going on in the U.S. They were man. doing the. They were probably fiber. spraying those crops with Agent Orange. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. It, it, you know, normally, you know, I look up to in the marathon. There's certain uh, athletes that I look up to that inspire me in the shorter distance. And it's funny because in your sport, that 5K is a long distance. But mm-hmm. um, you know, who who are you looking up to? Who are athletes that you aspire to, to, you know, mm-hmm. be like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's changed, uh, you know, throughout my life. Like I've been, I've been running for about eleven years now, um, and you know, and when I first started running, it was like Kenanisa Bekele, you know, he was like 
the best in the world and, and he's still around and I was lucky enough to like see him finish a marathon um you know just this weekend and that was like oh, wow. insane <laughs> right. but, like, but I also understand that at this point it's like towards the end of his career and he's gonna get beat you know and he's gonna get beat by these <laughs> new guys and I, I have to accept that and and hold him as like one of my personal goats and then also take in the newer generation of of just great athletes and so I think I, I, I look you know around I mean there are people that are younger than me that I like aspire to be like you know I think um, in the states um, like Cole Hawker who is a 1500 specialist I think that he's like you know I don't think I'll race him this year or much um, but it's like I, the way that he races is something that I want to like copy because he it just seems like he's he's always on um, and he's like always ready to like shoot for his best and so it, it's just awesome and so um, you know it, it's it's always it's always hard to pin down but I, I think that like if I can give you extremes those are the two extremes you know I think it's like my my first ever idol and somebody that I'm currently up and coming. Yeah, up and coming that I'm like, wow, this yeah. guy does it differently. <laughs> so quick question on strategy then for that, because I feel like in the 70s when you had somebody like um, um, pre-Fontaine, like for some reason I totally brain froze <laughs> there. When you had uh, pre-Fontaine who was like, hey, I'm just I'm not sitting and kicking. I'm going to go and if you can hang with me, you can hang with me, but I'm going to go all out. And then I feel like in the recent times, it's been more of that sit and kick strategy uh, uh, 5k racing or, or middle distance racing. Is it, do you think the pendulum switching back to, I'm just going to go balls out. And if you can hang with me, balls out, then that's great. Yeah. I, I think, I think it is, you know, and, and I think part of that is like, kind of like giving a bit of an ode to the, to the younger generation as well. Like I'd say people my age and younger, you know, we're starting to realize that like these, like the standards, like the Olympic standard, the world championship standards are, are much faster than they used than they were just four or five years ago. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I think in, in certain different races, you, you're, you're starting to see people that are like, I'm, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to like shoot for the standard because like, it's not something that's just going to come easily. It's not going to come from like us just hanging around and kicking over the last two minutes of the race. And so, um, so less competition, more going for that the the golden time yeah yeah definitely going for the golden time but I, I think that like you know the priorities do change throughout the race you know I think like you you work as a as a unit as a as a whole pack to like run you know 2.7 miles of the of the 5k <laughs> like together you're like all right we're all shooting for the standard and then I think things change you know and over the last like 1k 600 meters it then it becomes competitive and so it's like races are just like becoming very dynamic and very, uh, very exciting in, in, in my mind because you're still seeing those big kicks, but also fast times, you know? Uh, you know, you're not seeing like 14 minute 5Ks with like very fast closes. You're seeing like 13, you know, low 13 minute 5Ks with very fast closes. And so you get, yeah. you, get the, you know, the best of both. <laughs> Do you feel like when you're running in that and you know, like it's 2.7 miles in, do you all of a sudden feel the energy switch in the group or does somebody just kick off and you're like, I got to go? 
Yeah, I, it's, uh, I'd say the energy does flip, you know, I think, um, like, at, at least this weekend, you know, that it was, a, it was a road 5k, and so maybe it's a slightly different feel than a track 5k, but um, I would say that, yeah, like, I, people start to bunch up, you know, because they're, they're getting ready for somebody to, like, make a move, <laughs> and so the mood is switching, and then eventually somebody is like, all right, we're close enough, and I want to go, so... Um, you know, there, there is a decisive moment, but it's, but everyone's just ready for it. Like you can feel it. Like there's just this like thickness in the air where you're like, oh man, something's going to happen. What shoe did you end up wearing? I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So I wore the, the Nike next percent too. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, right now I'm unsponsored and so, I'm going to, I'm going to try like the, <laughs> like as many shoes as I possibly can, you know, with, within limits, you know, those they're pretty expensive. Second check-in, man, it's weird how it takes your fingers at least like the, you know, a quarter mile to start getting cold and then another half to two miles to start warming back up, but just hang in there, let your fingers warm up. I don't even know. People are always asking us what shoes are good for winter. My feet are always warm. I don't have a problem. I could be wearing sandals with good pair of socks and probably my feet will heat up running. So I don't worry about it too much. But if you have uh, suggestions, you can always DM, DM us on Instagram. Well, I did want to talk about concerning your training and, you know, you ran the next percent. You said you're unsponsored, but uh, a lot of people in your now your running team running group are starting to pick up sponsorships we saw Drotty get picked up by solomon frank lar get picked up by ultra mm -hmm. and uh so hopefully that's coming your way but concerning uh your new team roots running what did make you transition from tin man to roots because that happened pretty recently and yeah just mm -hmm. wanted to hear more about that yeah yeah so i think like like i had stated in early like in terms of making the switch from tin man it was kind of I was looking for maybe just a bit more of a consistent, um, consistent future, I guess. Like I, you know, it, it felt like at times on Tin Man, I didn't quite know what was going to be, what was going to happen in six months, you know? And, um, that, that kind of like gives you this, like, I just don't like that uncertainty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, and with, uh, and with Roots, I, I think that like, once I decided that I wanted a new team, I, I looked for... I kind of asked around and, um, you know, landed at Richard Hansen, Richie. Um, and he like definitely borrowed a lot from coach V Hill, who is kind of the, the godfather of distance running, but also got his start at Adam state. And so I, you know, it was going to be a training. So system. you're loyal to your alumni. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I figured like, Oh, it's under the V Hill system. I used to train under the V Hill system. Like, cool. let's go back to, to my roots and see if that's going to help me out. And I think so far it is, we'll, we'll see how it goes for the half marathon distance and the track distances, but yeah, I'm excited. Have you run half marathon distance before? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I've, I've run. Okay. One. Yeah. Uh, and so, okay. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, you know, you'd have to like dig up the result because it was, a, it was a fairly, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. It was a fairly small one. Um, it was a part of like the, have you guys, do you guys, have you guys heard of the Michigan Ekiden or the Michigan pro Ekiden relay? No, oh, no, I actually haven't. No, no. So it's actually happening next Wednesday. Um, okay. 
so but last year they had their like maiden event and they just added a a half marathon like the next weekend because they're like oh well we have this space and we have all these good athletes yeah Yeah. okay just time trial a half marathon together and um they allowed a few extra athletes uh to join in like myself and a few others and so yeah and so that i I gotta ask about um so i feel like right now we have there's almost like if you look at the runners out there there's a little bit of an avengers thing going on what i mean by that is there's definitely people that stand out as characters like you have craig angles with his mustache and his you know uh mullet and you've got the glasses and i feel like that's you know pretty easy to pick you out of a crowd Mm -hmm. glasses i have contacts in because when i run i can't stand if my glasses get fogged up Mm -hmm. now obviously you know i'll wear sunglasses and stuff but my prescription lenses are a little thicker Mm -hmm. and they don't feel as comfortable on my face how do you, how do you, it's like, funny. This is my next question. How, so, how do you funny. decide to, to run with glasses and they look like they're pretty solid prescriptions? Mm, oh yeah. No, I am like blind as a bat. And so <laughs> like, uh, I think, I don't know, like I couldn't survive in the real world without them. But, um, I always um, say that about me. Like, uh, if I was back in the caveman days, yeah, I would have gotten be, eaten right away. Literally like 200 years ago, we'd be dead. Exactly. Right. Like, I'd have to stick to gathering. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're pretty fast. You might just let Bobby and I get eaten <laughs> yeah. and be yeah. on your way. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a mix. And so, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to, I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like I, I always, like, I didn't get glasses until I was like 17. So that was pretty late, especially for my prescription. Well, you're like, wow, look at the world. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And so, but then I realized like, yeah, like I'm one of the few kids out here like wearing glasses and, and I kept that on through, um, you know, through college and that became my thing. And, uh, now I'm, I'm starting to like get some of those, I'm getting those bad, bad glasses day, uh, in race days, like a little bit more often. And, and so I've gotten contacts and I race in contacts. Sometimes I race in glasses other times. And, um, you know, like my, the race before this 5k was in, Philadelphia and I did the the Broad Street 10 miler and it was it was like raining and oh uh, no yeah and so and I and I'd only brought glasses and so like that's the worst yeah thankfully it was a straight shot and I was just like I saw another runner that had like this bright yellow jersey and I just like was like I have to I have to stay close to this person because they're gonna be my guide to the finish line and I was oh, like that's don't you wish you were fast enough that you could do that you'd just be like I'll just stay on somebody <laughs> now the thing is like you could to keep the Clark Kent look you could mm-hmm. get you know the contacts and then just put like you know lenses in in, in a glass mm-hmm. so yeah yeah exactly you could maintain it yeah exactly. <laughs> and take them off if it's raining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that like that's that's my plan. I think one day maybe I'll get LASIKs or something like that. And I, are uh, you terrified? Like in the in the Broad Street, were you terrified you'd step in a pothole or something? Because that would be like freaking me out. Oh yeah, I mean it was kind of it was the concern. I think there is a a couple times there were like only a few turns, but there are times where like okay. on the curb, I was just like, oh man, like I have to like I have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I had to focus because like <laughs> like you know while the the runner ahead of me was like they were just kind of going through the curb. They could step off onto the next level and step off right. easily. I was just like, I was like doing high knees onto the curb. <laughs> just <laughs> make sure I was on it. 
I bet in a way that takes your mind off the the actual race and the the pain of running. You can you're just focused on staying <laughs> alive. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I used to run without my contacts, so I'd wear glasses. I didn't even have contacts, and I'd run around. Uh, Baltimore is pretty. You know, you've got your regular running routes, and I would run past people. And they'd be like, why, why didn't you wave or In- say hello? Including me. <laughs> like, I didn't see you. <laughs> say, hey, Thomas. And he just runs right past me. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm sure that like that's happened to me like before I had glasses. That certainly happened to me. Like I probably just ignored people. and Yeah, people thought you were aloof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Did but- you, are you gearing up for uh, the Olympic trials coming up for... I guess now we're two years out for yeah, the uh, summer. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say like for the marathon, I'm guessing, or the... No, I, I'm guessing I was going to ask you what distance. Yeah, yeah. And so for, for the next, I guess, Olympic trials, I would hope to go for the 5K and the 10K um, and, you know, hopefully qualify in one or both of those. Um, but yeah, and so I would, I'd like to stick on the track until 2024 and then run a marathon and the fall of 2024. Um, you know, I think that, but that's the goal right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's the goal. Uh, I I would, you know, since track season is like fairly limited, it's like, you know, it's February to June. And if you're lucky August, um, you know, I, I try to race on the roads from September to January, you know? And so, um, I'll, I'll run my half marathons, my like 10 K road races, stuff like that and in this time of the year and then i'll transition into track season uh from february to to august (laughs) cool um so if you wouldn't be running what is uh what's something that you would be doing i guess in life i know i think you went to school for business management is Mm -hmm. that correct yeah yeah yeah. i did a, a like a degree in business and sports management i um I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, you know, I think that, <laughs> I think running has been this, uh, like it was the, it was the first thing that I like had goals with, you know, I think I, um, like, I guess like it was like, it's the most ambitious thing I'm like I have in my life, which, you know, maybe is a, is a weird balance. Maybe not a, I, I need to create a, 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 a different balance. I don't know. But... Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> go you for seem it. to be pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> if you were, if you were like our talent level, I might be like, you may need a back. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think that's like the, yeah, there's some truth, you know, I, I have to like go all in for running and, and put a lot of energy into running. But, you know, I think that <laughs> like, I also have to create like, you know, plan B's because like, I probably, I probably won't always run and it, running won't always go to plan. And so it's like, if I got critically injured next month, like, what would I do? I, it, it's hard to say, but, um, like currently I work for Strava. I do like, uh, oh, cool. I, uh, I do like customer service, technical support, uh, for oh, them. Great. I have a couple questions. Yeah. Now. A couple <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm clocked in, so <laughs> yeah, okay. right, cool. wait for real though. I I have to throw this out oh, there. Wow. He's gonna give you a suggestion. I have a Strava orange wristband on, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, he's true. Um <laughs> can we please figure out how to put gifts and memes into the comment section oh, on Strava? He's he's dreaming hardcore. All I want to be able to do is add my shoes on my mobile app. You can do it now. Can't on the mobile app. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Huh? You can do that. Boy, I just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the worst part. But then, you, yeah, like as of a month or two ago. Yeah, we do need gifts yeah. and memes. Yeah, it's so, a very new yeah. feature. Run. I, I'd say the, the gifts, I, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I think, I mean, to, to tell you the truth, even if it was on in the pipeline, I don't, you know, I'm not at the state where I could even say that. But yeah, that, that would be a, like a fun addition, you know, because it would, it would, it would add to the kudos effect, you know, of like, this is how, it, this is how excited I am about your run. It's like, <laughs> I would say even maybe, uh, like tiered comments. So when you reply to one person, it's not like you're replying to the whole like chat section, which is a little, yeah. I don't know. You guys, I'm just throwing you guys, out my little. <laughs> did you bring a whiteboard with you? I got them up. Here. <laughs> Get all these ideas out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an ideas guy, Michael. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, not not to like, well, because like I couldn't implement these uh, these things because again, I'm just like, a, hey, my run didn't upload. Can I get some help? Like, if I'm, you I'm can right. learn Swahili, you can learn how to code. So, yeah, we'll, yeah, I we'll guess just on. hack into the system, dude. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll just do some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that means like your off time when you're not running and what you're doing for fun is carb loading and going to Strava and mm -hmm. like what else? Yeah, I, I mean, I. Uh, just hanging out, you know, I think like running again, you know, it's like part of the energy you put in has to be like, you know, equaled in, in recovery that you put in. And so like, it's a, outside of like work and running, it's, it's pretty boring because I'm like, <laughs> okay, I have to get ready for, for my next run or tomorrow's run or whatever. And so, um, in the off season, I, you know, I definitely like to let loose, like kind of see friends go out downtown. That's like, I get like a month of that, you know, per year where I get to just like live a normal mid twenties lifestyle. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, and, you know, kind of just like hike, hang out with my girlfriend. Uh, it's kind of, um, try to be as wholesome as possible, you know, because sometimes I don't get to. So if we're out at Flatirons, are we going to see you and your girl walking around? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> depending right. on the weather, depending on the time of the year. Yeah. That's, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we always kind of ask this question, like, uh, do, what is your like treat from running? Do you do, do you drink alcohol? Do you binge on sweets? Like, what is your thing? Yeah. It, it's a mix of both of those. I'd say I was like just talking to my girlfriend just this weekend. Cause I was like, Oh, there's like, I, I, I race and there's always like two or three days where I'm like, every meal I want to have like a Coke with it, you know, <laughs> and for reason I'm like, it's like just the sugar or I don't know, you know, that's like definitely something that I lean into. Um, and then like the day of the race, like it's always nice to like go get a, go get a beer or go get like a margarita or something like that. Just to kind of like be like, just to let loose. Um, just cause in college we had this like rule kind of unspoken but spoken you know weird rule of like from like august 1st to december 1st you're not drinking a sip of alcohol like oh wow, wow. really yeah and that's so, strict in, your in, college was very different than mine <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good you know because like come december 2nd you know we everybody got hammered <laughs> yeah like we got hammered and it was like definitely not the healthy way of drinking uh for like a week the old forbidden fruit yeah, yeah exactly and so and so now i i, I kind of want that like happy medium of like i can i can have a beer during the season i just 
I shouldn't have six beers in a night, but I, I can have sure. one. And if I indulge two or three, you know, yeah. So what about playlists? Can we get into playlists? Into playlists? I, I think I'm like definitely a, a creature of habit. And so like, I will download a few songs. I'll listen to them for like six weeks, just like over <laughs> and over. And that'll be like my running playlist or workout playlist or whatever. And so you I'll, do listen while you run sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, I try not to do it for workouts just because I'll have teammates or and I try not to do it like for all my easy days just because there's always there's also that like that time that I like to enjoy running for like what it is, you know, it's like you get to hear the wind, hear the, Space out. you know, yeah, it's like a peaceful it's a peaceful moment, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'd say I, I give it Mondays as kind of my reset day where I get to run like fairly slow and like I get to put in my headphones and just like kind of take in like like what I had done over the whole week and I get to visualize like what I want to do over the next week and maybe future races and so music helps visualize Robbie (laughs) yeah actually I do and sometimes it's a little weird to me because I feel like I visualize like way too much (laughs) <laughs> like it's that's all hallucination <laughs> yeah no but i feel like even when i just do my like all i think about is running when i'm running mm-hmm. a lot of the times mm-hmm. maybe you, you may need to start meditating so you can <laughs> yeah. i mean not all so, of them, but yeah so back to the playlist though what what's on your playlist right now what's on my playlist right now i think i've been listening to let's see i'll pull it up i've been listening to a lot of like uk like british rap it's called like grime uh it's a little different and that's been like what i've been into for whatever reason it'll change in a couple of months like man's not hot (laughs) no i mean (laughs) i I guess i guess that's kind of in the in the realm but um it's it's british yeah maybe a bit more of a (laughs) more legit artist i guess i I don't know if he's legit or not but yeah i think like stormzy is like an artist that i've been listening to a lot uh skepta He's a, he's another British rapper, grime artist. And so, okay, cool. you, you know, those are a couple that I've been like tuning into and, uh, it's just cool. Like I've, I've always listened to like hip hop and rap and it's always been like American, uh, you know, the, the classic East coast, West coast or whatever yeah. <laughs> rap. Yeah. Uh, it's so it, Where, do you land on East coast or West coast? I know you're living in orange County. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think I, I land anywhere necessarily. I think I listen to it all. Um, like, I like the Wu Tang Clan and their uh, East Coast uh, <laughs> like group. Yeah. And so it's I'm not I'm not partial to anyone because you know I'm not I'm not necessarily affiliated with uh, <laughs> with any of the, <laughs> any of the group. <laughs> did you get Did you get a chance to see the Wu Tang documentary that was? I think it was on Amazon for a while. I think it was Hulu or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's like a mini series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. a mini series with different dramatization. Actors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have been, like, I've seen the, the trailers. I haven't gotten around the, I, I, I didn't watch it either. It was really good. Like, it just yeah. good, you know, it goes really in depth, of course, and like, mm-hmm. uh, kind of interviews them now and looking back and everything. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because, like, growing up on them, and then you have this certain image and then just seeing them now as, you know, 45 year old men or whatever. And yeah. it's a little different. It's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it's good. I mean, it's kind of cool. They've kind of like um, evolved into like different, different artists now. I think like mm-hmm. one of them, I forget who I think, is it Raekwon? 
he works with Theodora actually with yeah. And so we that, have a limited edition chef. Yeah, um, exactly. uh, running shoe. Yeah, exactly. And then that's that's kind of cool. That's like, a, you know, I mean, I guess a lot of artists have shoes or they're signed with shoe companies, but like, yeah, you know, it, it's uh, it's not like they're still trying to be these hard people that that they were twenty years ago because like <laughs> their, their lives are a lot cushier now, and uh, it's probably yeah. <laughs> I think that helps a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're not out uh, hustling all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting because I did grow up at that that stage of, of kind of like when the rap battles and beefs and all that stuff was hitting like its uh, flashpoint. Yeah. And it is interesting to see even like, you know, you see like uh, Ice Cube and, um, he, you know, he's he's gone into comedy and it's softer, mm-hmm. it's nicer, you know, it's. You know, yeah. it's just weird from when I was a I kid. I respect it. <laughs> NWA was like <laughs> scary, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's like personal development and you're like, all yeah. right, like at least you're not where you were. Like, you know, again, 30 I mean, even LL Cool J on like a <laughs> yeah. cop show or something. I mean, <laughs> I would be too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no. Money's so, money. Yeah. And so it, it's it's cool. And, and I think that's why, like, I re- respect hip hop. And I think that, like, you know, the real parts, the real parts of hip hop are like, are, you know, are cool to follow just because it's, you know, they're, they're very genuine people. I think there's like a point where it's, it does cross over though. It's Shakespearean. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, the Romulan, what is it? The um, Romeo and Juliet, though. What's the two families names? Uh, oh, Capulet and Montague. Yeah, the yeah. Capulet and Montague. That's East Coast, West Coast. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know? Exactly. But yeah. yeah um, yeah, but back to back to running a little bit. You said you ran in the next percent two for this last mm-hmm. uh, New York City five uh, k, and I'm guessing you're trying different shoes. And, and you said within within reason. What are some of the other uh, shoes that you're running in that you're you're enjoying that are for race day, like plated racers or uh, super shoes? Yeah, yeah. So I, um, you know, when I was with Tin Man, we were Adidas, and so for a while, I, um, you know, that was the shoe that I'd race with on the roads. Um, I did like the, the first version, you know, I think it was, uh, it was a good shoe and it was like, I think it's a good, uh, competitor to the Nike. Um, I haven't gotten them yet, but I'm hoping to get the, the ASICs like Metaspeed Sky. Yeah. Metaspeed Sky. And so those, those look cool. I think I was, I was like watching a video on like, just like the thought and the science they put into it and the, like how they made the two different versions of it for like cadence the runners edge, yeah. stride runners mm-hmm. and i was like oh like i i don't truly understand it but i'm like well if they're putting it you know if they're putting so much thought and like science into it like they must be they must have gotten a good product and so yeah um, it's, a, it's a great shoe it, it i would say when you said uh the asics i mean the adidas one i, I know what you mean by when you said you like the first one yeah. i'm guessing you also had the second one the second one i also uh didn't like as much as the first one. No, I don't know okay. If that's actually, what you were alluding to. No, no, actually, I didn't have the second one, but I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like at the running store, just deciding between the Nike or the Audios Pro Two, and I was like, well, like I already have an Adidas shoe, like why, like why would I be loyal to a shoe company that's not paying me? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's good to it's good to try them all. I mean, they <laughs> they do have product. I would say the if I was going to put in a tier the Vaporfly Next Percent 2 and the Metaspeed Sky mm-hmm. are, are pretty, pretty 
mm-hmm. like right neck and neck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that like I have a half coming up um, in, a, in just under a month. And so we might have to make a call for him. Yeah. Wait, what size are what size are you out of curiosity? Uh, I'm size nine. Um, I can wear eight and a half. Yeah. 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 We got you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think I, you know, I want to, you know, I would, I would decide still, you know, I think, um, it, I think like I, I did enjoy the Nikes a lot, <laughs> and so, but, but I would certainly like work out. Wait, and, how soon is this half? Um, in like 25 days or something like that, just over three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll make a call after the show. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I, I feel like the, yeah, the Minispeed Sky is very close. It has more rocker maybe. Like more, I think this transition's a little bit smoother. Maybe it had the, what it is is it has a uh, more pitched toe spring, mm-hmm. so you come off the ball of your foot a little faster. I feel than the next percent. Okay. So you really feel the plate work that toe off. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel the differences between the shoes, especially if you're a faster runner. I think yeah. you can really feel that kind of like pitch that's going to help you roll through the shoe. That so they they're big into their. Um, what do they call guide sole or what, what's the technology they use? Uh, it's speed yeah. roll for Saucony. It's, yeah, it's not uh, Meta Rocker. That's the yeah. Hoka one, I think. Yeah, I think it's guide sole. But uh, so it's just it just has a very pitched toe, so that when you come off that front, yeah. you're just, just like rolling off. off. Yeah, and the rubber is super great, like as yeah. far as tackiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that like I don't know why. I think when I like see that a shoe company is like going with like a tire company for their rubber or something like that. I'm like, Oh wow. They, they like, they got <laughs> it down. Like it, it impresses me just like that much more. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get them. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The o- only thing is like Puma did their own, they tested all these different rubbers yeah. and they ended up going with their own formulation and the Puma grip is insane. It's the best. It's, yeah. Okay. Is this the, um, the nitro or the, the nitro uses LT, which isn't as good as the regular, uh-huh. Puma grip, I don't think anyway. I, I, I think it's lighter, right. mm-hmm. but it, yeah. it loses some of the tackiness. We're going in Austin, Texas. We're going to help them uh, promote their new racing carbon plated shoe mm-hmm. that's coming out. And I don't know what rubber's on that one yet. It kind of looks like it does have the Puma but grip, but yeah, like on their daily trainers, like the uh, DV8 and the uh, Velocity, it has the Puma yeah. grip, which is quite mm-hmm. excellent. Okay. They liberate. Too. Yeah. The um but yeah, you'll have to check out the the new shoe coming out from them looks promising as far as I didn't feel like the Deviate Elite was it wasn't like when we're talking about being on the same level as like the Nike and the mm-hmm. stuff. I didn't feel like the Yeah, it was quite there. I mean, honestly, Molly Seidel, what she's doing with that shoe is, is insane. Is insane. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I was like, oh, does this mean like Molly is just like that much better? Yeah. yeah. yeah Molly, Molly is next level. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, again, somebody I got to watch finish uh, on Sunday and, you know, another like inspiring athlete and somebody that I'm like looking up towards just because, um, you know, she's just about my age, maybe a year older or two. And she's been through it, it seems like. It's, you know, she's been injured and she's been like down and out a couple of times. Yeah. In her <laughs> Which is amazing because like right now she's just laying, it seems like everything she touches turns to gold. <laughs> yeah. Like you would never know that uh, 
Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, but uh, it is, it's like she just, like you, like I know people were like, well, she probably won't do so well in New York because it's mm-hmm. coming off the big win at the Olympics and, you know, so much pressure and this and that. And then she goes and she lays down the fastest American time on that course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And she's just like establishing herself as like one of the best marathoners, American marathoners ever or marathoners ever. You yeah. know, she, in I'm that thinking Joan Benoit, Dina mm-hmm. Castor, mm-hmm. Molly Seidel. She's yeah. had to have one of the best, best years for sure. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, how was it being in New York for, for the marathon and just being there in general? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I've, I've been to New York a, a few times now and I, every time I, I think to myself like, Oh, it'd be, it'd be cool to live here. But as long as I knew I was, <laughs> I was going to leave, <laughs> you know, I think that yeah. like, uh, you know, like I said about Southern California, it's like, I don't like the busy lifestyle and, and New York is certainly busier than like the, California. Yeah. And so um, like on crack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like turn it up to 11. And so, um, I mean, I do think it'd be fun like to do a month, like running around central park and, you know, mm-hmm. just chilling and meeting all the different run crews that are there and having fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there'd be tons of opportunity to do some fun things with like, Sidious Mag and with Lost Boys and Roses and all those people, you know, it, especially in your position. And, mm-hmm. and but then again, being able to as soon as it gets a little cold, shoot back out to, <laughs> you know, Boulder or something. Exactly. I mean, yeah, the the cold. It's like starting to get a little cold here in Boulder, but the colds. It's like much better here because it's it's so. It's dry. a different kind of cold. Yeah, it's yeah. like like I mean, we we face like plains and just dry land, and so we don't get like moisture with our cold, you know? And so, um, I would, I would be in like Boulder for most winters, you know, unless like if, if I didn't count Southern California, cause also Boulder has like the most sunny days of any place in the U S doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think, I mean, just Colorado in general. And so, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean the, the Rockies get a lot of snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so we're we're just on the right side of the Rockies, you know, I think exactly. if you go to Aspen or Telluride or those towns, like you're not running through the winter unless it's on a treadmill, right. but you're cross country skiing. Yeah. You're cross country skiing to like work into the store probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Cool. Um, I don't know. Anything else, Thomas? No, nah, man. I, I'm really digging watching your, your progress here, Sydney. It's uh, yeah. pretty exciting. I, I think, you know, I put my money on you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think, I, I would put my money on me. I feel like I'm in a good trajectory and, and I feel like yeah. I feel confident with where I'm at and um, what I can do. And, and, you know, it's just an exciting time. You know, it's it's hard to put it all into words. And so I'll try, I'll try to put it into running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, we'll have to have you on again once you qualified for the Olympics, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and are, are going to where are we going next? Paris. Uh, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we can, we'll follow your whole, whole trip there. I mean, maybe we'll have you on before. Or, that. yeah, if you get a sponsor and they're yeah. like, hey, we oh, get love this that. Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little exposure for them. So, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to be on again if you guys uh, feel like, you know, it's the right time. And yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it again. So, yeah. for sure. All right. We'll talk to All you right. again soon. Thanks, yep. Sydney. Final check in. Man, it's so good to get a uh, cold weather run out of the way. And nothing beats that hot cup of coffee afterwards or a hot shower and just putting on some cozy clothes and going about your day. 
congratulations for wrapping up another run. If you haven't run yet and you're just listening to us someplace else, get out there, have fun. Nothing's better than that feeling of finishing that nice cold run and warming back up. So have some fun. Really huge thanks to Sydney. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Right, Robbie? Yeah, that was a that was one for the books. We'll have we'll have to have him back again whenever he finally gets a sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, he'll definitely. I mean, he's just on the up and up. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand. I don't know how the sponsorships work at some of these brands, but he like fits every little nook you'd want. I I don't get it either. Yeah, it's probably so, just a matter of time. Yeah. It, he is, he's kind of like that Kiera D'Amato mm-hmm. where I'm like, how is this not happening? And then, you know, Nike gets, gets her. And so, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully Sydney gets picked up by somebody that can benefit from his talent. And mm-hmm. he does seem to be like Robbie said on upward trajectory. Trajectory. Trouble with those words today. <laughs> I really like the way she runs. It's really good. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so I guess we got to thank people now. Who do you want to thank, Meg? Uh, thank you, Nick Sanchez, our producer, for putting this all together. And thanks, as always, to our listeners. And hi, Mom. Mm-hmm. Robbie, you got anybody you want to throw a hi out to? Um, I wanted to thank, oh, the person who made the tacos that I had yesterday down the street. I didn't even tell you about that yet. Those are good. <laughs> Where Did you go to? I went to the Sinaloa place tortilla uh, i have to buy lunch today so this is good yeah okay you do yeah I oh you I, oh dude oh we didn't even talk about the i won the bet from last week what bet the beer can bet yeah the six-pack bet about um shalane her average time oh yeah uh, we, we can put it back we can put it back in because we also forgot to talk about todd Falker running tunnel hill yeah, well, yeah. it's too late now. All it's right, well, like sorry, stuff. Todd, you're going to be here. Yeah, and you're cool, dude. Yeah, we saw that you ran Tunnel Hill because of your Instagrams, and we look forward to talking to you about that in Texas. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, okay, more importantly, I won the, <laughs> the bet, bet from last week. We averaged the times out, and I think it was like she averaged like a 238 or something. Yeah, it was well under 240. Because she only had one time that was over 240. Right. <laughs> Which... It's crazy. That's I think crazy, there was two right? times yeah. over 240. It wasn't Chicago and Boston, or did she? Oh, do we need to make go, another bet that go. I need to win? No, no, no. Um, I know Chicago was in the 240s because she was running Boston the next okay. day, and she wanted to conserve. Yeah. Thomas but, is technically correct. She, she ran a 240.36 in and Boston a, and a 246.39. Boom. Um, I'm glad I didn't make it. Should have made that bet, dude. Yeah, I should have. Double or nothing. So, anyways, uh, just give me a six pack whenever. All right. Um. um and but yeah i have to buy lunch because i had to get the boys to school early today mm-hmm. or regular time <laughs> but i didn't have breakfast first so i megan packed me a lunch so i ate my lunch for breakfast wow it's Man. good life it's Cash, rough, cashing in on that lunch rough early. life he yeah lives. so you just point at those tacos i'll go get some <laughs> all um, right so uh there was actually someone who messaged me about the last drop yeah I'm starting to get repeats, so it's, oh, you don't have a list. No, it's getting too hard to like because people who stop repeating people. Yeah, they're they're doing it. So yeah, well, I'm gonna say the person's you name. You say it because I never have done it. All right, you go, Sarah Mims. Mims the word Sarah without an H. See, that's one that always know that. Hannah's, Sarah's, Megan's. That's the worst. I know. Yeah, Meghan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's like five silent letters in there. <laughs> all the vowels just throw them all in yeah 
Uh, all right. So, yeah, thanks, everyone. Anything else? That's it. No. Okay. See you next week. Stay Peace tuned. out. Stay tuned for the hidden track. <laughs>